This is Cleo Lake and you are listening to African AF, African as Future, harmonizing the voices of African heritage people in the UK, on the continent and worldwide. So welcome to another episode of African AF, African as Future. I'm your host, pulling it together, Cleo Alberta Lake. And we've got another great show for you this week. We will be talking, or you will be listening to an interview I had with Solomon O.B. A few weeks back when he had the experience of getting up on that plinth, now dubbed the People's Plinth. So we're going to hear that interview. We may also hear what he had to say at a more recent follow-up protest that was held at Eastville Park organized by all black lives matter bristol there's been so much happening so busy with everything all that good work that is going on definitely feeling the generations coming up getting ready to do the work that is required to give us some liberty and so we'll also be going over to our ghanaian correspondent aaron Ayi to hear about all the trending news over there in Ghana. You don't want to miss that. And I also have a track called Remedy from The Hybrid. So you're in for a good show. Please do continue to listen or listen again and do share. Steady, we ready, we got it all sold Better be ready, we're coming for souls Energy heavy, I'm letting it go So, Solomon O.B., welcome to Afton AF I'm so thrilled to have you here as a guest um, Someone who I've admired for such a long time As a prolific poet and now you've taken your stance, really, as an activist, whether you like that word or not, or that term, <laughs> that box. <laughs> but please, introduce yourself and tell us about yourself. Yeah. I mean, you've kind of done the job for me, really. Yeah, Solomon O.B. I'm a poet, I'm an artist, I'm a musician. I think, first and foremost, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a communicator and a speaker. And I think that's what really kind of was highlighted to me most at the march was that, um, the protest, excuse me, was that, um, yeah, all the years of like performing and learning how to articulate your voice and say what you're trying to say, I think that served me really well up on that plinth on Sunday, just being able to get across how I was feeling to people. Yeah, yeah. amazing. So can you, I'm sure you've talked to people through this, a dozen times now but can you talk us through again 
the experience of, you know, deciding, first of all, that you were going to go on the protest and the rally and the march to the point of everything else that panned out to the point of you getting up on that plinth. When you have stuff like statues of Colston and um, roads and university campuses that are named after slave masters and XYZ, it's, it's like you're spitting in our face because we all know what happened, but you're, you're only acknowledging half the history. You're trying to tell us Colston's a good man. We know that's a lie. And I think, how do I finish it? A lie is a lie. If you call a lie a lie, then we know the lie exists. If you deny that it's a lie, then that lie persists. And for me, it's this idea of like what it does to the psyche of the city. If you're walking past uh, symbols of racism every day, and then you know that your, some of your lineage could have been involved in that, what does that do for your morale as a, as a citizen of Bristol or whatever city is going on in? Um, and what was I going to say now? Yes, a lie, a lie allies. And that's actually a, a poem that's going to be coming out very soon, hopefully. Where I'm, I'm doing exactly that, just calling people to task and saying like, don't just engage in this movement because you had nothing else to do in lockdown. Don't, don't just, don't just tweet and hashtag Black Lives Matter because it was fashionable. Like, we're we're really engaged in this now to try and make some change. And if you're going to do the same, take it seriously. Yeah, and I think that kind of extends across to institutions. We've mm. seen Bristol Cathedral now remove their stained glass window to Colston. And right. it's okay, all very well. But what actions beyond this are we actually going to see? How will people change power dynamics when it isn't going to be in their favour to do so? Mm. So it's going to be an interesting few months ahead. And I ask you, what, what would you like to see in terms of change? What changes would I like to see? Yeah. I would really like to see people of African heritage having much more agency and coming together to be the changes that we also want to see. I think it's important that we are able to manoeuvre and manage change that needs to happen holistically for ourselves and repair, mm. as well as holding institutions to account. I would mm. love to see our own piece of land somewhere in the country where we can be free to be free and be self-governed. I would like to see our own political institution, really. I, I don't want my life and the life of my children to be reduced to a piece of paper, which is how I feel sometimes. So yeah. that's probably the extreme end of things. But, you know, I want to see less people incarcerated. I want to see less of us in the mental health system because we can actually start thriving and being happy with who we are, proud of who we are. And for everyone to acknowledge the journey that we've been on, but also that the painful journey of the last 400 years is but a blink and but an inch on the miles and miles of history that we have. Yeah, it's so true. And you say about that might be the, the bigger end of the scale. But I, th I think, like I'm saying before, whether it's top down or bottom up, I think we do need different thinkers and different people coming at the situation from different angles. Um, a lot of my approach to tackling this issue is on a, a more of a, a personal level and getting into people's heads as to how they think about race and the things they've been taught. But I think if, you, if you've got a two-pronged attack of 
let's actually look at the system in which we live as well as the minds that exist within that then that's a great recipe for hopefully some real change absolutely well it's been wonderful talking to you is there anything else you'd like to say before we draw the interview to a close yeah i'd say i'd like to draw everyone towards my instagram at solomon underscore o dot b um yeah, like I'm saying, a lot of the stuff that I'm still working out about race for myself and what I think and feel, you'll find on my Instagram story. And there's just going to be a bunch of, of activist art and, and protest poetry. All right, guys, so you're still listening to the African AF podcast and I happen to be Aaron Ayi, now the official host of Rhythms 100% GH1 GH1 TV as a local TV station in Ghana. And then also happen to be the Ghanaian correspondent for the African AF podcast. Now, I'm super, super happy, you know, to be on this joint because I get to share with you all the trending stuff happening right here in Ghana. Stay tuned. Drifting away. Reality drifting away, drifting away. Reality drifting away. Yeah, yeah. Casually slipping away, casually slipping away, casually slipping away, casually slipping away. Drifting away. Reality drifting away. Casually slipping away, casually slipping away. Self-taught, from the source, self-assured Don't conform, nothing to prove In my lane, not afraid Self-made, well played, hell raised Tailgate, getting too close, don't break Enter the flow, don't think Anything goes on the brink Till the glow extinct One in row, royal flush, better fold No bluff, get the gold Drifting away, reality drifting away Drifting away, reality drifting away Yeah, yeah Casually slipping away, casually Okay, guys, so you are welcome to another exciting episode of the African as Future podcast with me, uh, Aaron I, and I'm Twice the Eyes, and Nine Exercise, and I'm your Ghanaian correspondent, and I'm super excited to come your way once again with intriguing entertainment news right down from the shores of Ghana. Now, in our first bulletin, Ghanaian actor and movie producer Prince David Osei, you know, has called on the creative industry to stop relying solely on the government for support. Now, according to him, the government has failed the creative industry and should not be depended on. Now, speaking in an interview on Happy FM, uh, the actor stated that the government has failed us from the past to the present. Uh, you know, they are now putting in, pre uh, they are now putting in measures uh, and structures to help the industry. Now, he noted that even the government support was not enough for the creative industry to grow. Uh, you want to depend on the government for support? How much would they even give you? Uh, the actor believes no achievements and successes will be chalked uh, with the industry depending solely on the government. Now, he urged his colleagues and the private sector to also join forces to push for the growth of the industry alongside the support you know, from the government. So these are words coming from an Organian ace actor and producer, Prince David Osei. Now moving on to our second story for today, award-winning music artist Mr. Easy is launching a fund that would invest in Africa's stars of the future. Watosin Ajibade uh, told TNN that the African Music Fund, the AMF, uh, is worth $20 million. 
Now the lead investor is 88MHP, a company that provides capital for African businesses. Now through the AMF, uh, the 29-year-old artist from Nigeria says he wants to create a new funding model for the music business on the continent. Now Mr. Easy says that one of his primary motivations for funding music is to provide financial support for artists to expand their catalogue. Now, many investors and financial institutions don't understand the music business and as a result are unable to properly fund musicians, he says. Now, selected artists will be given funding depending on their revenue and their projected incomes using metrics such as streaming revenue. For artists who, are already, who, for artists who already have footprints in the industry, uh, we will do our research. We can check how much they are earning or likely to earn from their streaming revenue, for example, he explained. Artists will be given funds upfront based on their revenue to expand their music content. Now, the initial advance invested in an artist's music will be paid back in installments as the artist's artist earnings start to rise. These hours coming in once again from Mr. Easy. Now, parts of the greater Accra region and the central region and its surroundings you know, have experienced some earth tremors. Uh, the phenomenon which took place about 10.40 p.m. on Wednesday, June 24, 2020, occurred three times in the space of 10 minutes. Uh, the tremor recorded a magnitude of 4.0 with a 10.0 kilometer depth. Uh, some residents of Osu Ablekuma, Mahian, Kaneshi, Achimota, Adenta, Seko, Kokomlemle, Accra Newtown, Legon, Dansoman, Kaswa, Haju, Kwashiman, Teshi, Nungwa, McCarthy Hill, amongst others, said that they felt you know, the movement of the earth on Wednesday at about 10.40 p.m. Now, wrapping up with our last story for today. Now, the CEO of Chatterhouse, Teresa Ayuade, uh, says that this year's edition of the Vodafone Ghana Music Awards, uh, that is slated for August, will have a live audience. Now, she revealed that the venue for the event would host about 100 people while observing the needed health protocols, including social distancing. Now, the event will be about 80% virtual uh, while 20% live. Now, we will have some live performances and hope we have all the artists present to pick up the awards, she added. Now, since its inception in 2000, uh, the VGMA has grown to become the biggest event on the Ghanaian entertainment calendar uh, designed to recognize and celebrate the hard work and dedication of various players in Ghana's music industry. Alright, so guys, now this comes off as, you know, intriguing entertainment news coming in from Ghana. I go by name around Ayinum Twice the Ice and Nice the Size. Do well to enjoy the rest of the show. This is Cleo Lake and you are listening to African AF, African as Future, harmonizing the voices of African heritage people in the UK, on the continent and worldwide. Yeah, so ACA, African Caribbean Assembly, we are newly formed and as our first Cutting our teeth in activism, we have been blocking the sale of the Rastafari Cultural Centre in St Paul's. Anyone that knows about that? Yeah, we can make some noise for that, we can. For sure. 
Now the man that runs that place, the man that's been there for over 30 years, Ras Bandeli. I've only met him a couple times myself, but his energy, so pure, always embracing, bringing everyone into the community. Last Friday, we went in with a little film crew and we got a, a handful of testimonials. And we said to people who use the space frequently, what does this space mean to you? And what would it mean if it was gone? And I had people tell me that this was a place they would go when they had nowhere else to turn. This is a space that sometimes people, people were on their last legs and they could come here and find some solace. This is a place where people were going through ill patches of mental health and RAS, the way he is with people, calming them down, giving them a center. People that would come in, that wanted to go and do a badness to somebody and he just pushes them on the path of the positive giving them something to aspire to, giving them pos positivity in their life. So to, to put it into context, this space was gifted to the family of Marlon Thomas. It's a young man who was racially abused by, uh, racially attacked by, by a, group of, a group of men at a fairground. This is 1994. The judge on that case describes him now as living in a living death. And he's round the clock care from family, from, from care workers and his, his life has been, has been suspended. So to move forward almost 30 years, a space that was given for justice, a space that was gifted for anti-racism work, the council are now gonna tell us that today, in 2020, that there's no need for this space. So thank you for listening in to this episode of African AF with me, Cleo Lake, also our Ghanaian correspondent, Aaron IE. And today you also caught the views of Solomon OB, based here in Bristol, which is where I am too, Bristol, United Kingdom. So what a lot of information for you this session. I was really interested to hear about all the news from Ghana. It sounds as though things are slowly and finally starting to move forward in a positive way for all of our artists out there. I know it's been a very difficult time with less engagements, less social activity to actually get some events and some work for many of our artists. So I'm really happy to hear the news that things are improving also really interesting to hear the earthquake or earth tremor that took place about three four weeks ago um sounds very very dramatic and yeah pretty exciting stuff i i just love the way aaron says all the names of those places too don't you so that's another episode finished and stay tuned for the next one coming in thick and fast or coming in slow and detailed. That's it for today and we're going to finish off with the rest of the track from The Hybrid and it's called Remedy. For the remedy, it's out of reach, it's out of reach. I start 
Just for everything I need Try and seek it, try and seek I fell out of on my feet Felt a glitch, don't make sense, this last trip Constant chase in the face of abyss Dare to risk, prepare for shifts Notion itself just fell to bits Put it back together, let's reconnect Tighten the grip, time and again Fight for the win, Lord of the ring Transform into him, I'm zoning out while zooming in Focus on the now, not for the reap Start from the bottom, now rule is king They blocking my vision, distorting my lens My lens, my lens, my lens They blocking my they vision, distorting my lens. Drifting away, reality drifting away. Drifting away, reality drifting away. Yeah, yeah. Casually slipping away, casually slipping away. 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 Wake up the dead.